Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hello and welcome in to a special edition of the PHNX Sun Show. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as the mayor of PHNX. This man is, is a Suns beat reporter, also known as your vice mayor, also known as Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. What a comeback victory last night! Hell yeah! I've got my uh, my PHNX Sun shirt. He does, he does, and obviously I am who I am. But uh, ski to you all. Welcome into another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast. We're still very excited. We're we're still fans of all the teams. We want to talk about the Suns sometimes too, but we actually have so much to talk about today, uh, and that's surprising during this time of the year. Uh, we do have Father Overlord Jacob on the ones and twos. We are missing Damon. Very concerned about Damon. Terribly worried right now about Damon. Jesse nobody wants to needs know. To, nobody needs to know where he is. Jesse wants to know if he's drinking enough water. Damon is in Tucson, Derek, and that Aww. can that can only mean trouble. He's so, he's so happy. You know he's so happy right now. He's probably he probably, he probably is. He, he probably is. Thinks he's taking in the local art or whatever he thinks that they have down there. I don't know. He I did check so in on culture him. in Tucson. I saw a picture of the press conference and he was there. Mm. Was he sober though? I don't know. Anyway. Dear God, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, of course, we have some big news. Uh, not really big news because we knew that it was going to happen around this time. But uh, it is official. The Arizona Diamondbacks pitchers and catchers will report on Valentine's Day, February 14th. So thanks for considering us married men, I guess, Diamondbacks. <laughs> you made my job a lot easier. Uh, but that's 28 days away, Jesse. Excited for that. It is 28 days away. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, you, you get home at probably like four o'clock, five o'clock. These these uh especially before sure. games start, they yeah. the days are not super long at spring training. So what you're so, saying is I gotta still plan a Valentine's Day dinner. I'm or something saying that yeah, you did not at all get out of that and neither did any of the Diamondbacks players Damn. as far as I'm aware. Yeah, these yeah. workouts tend to tend to end a little bit earlier in the day. It's true. Uh, you know, afternoon, maybe maybe early evening. So yeah, we've got pitchers and catchers on the fourteenth. We've got the first full squad workout on the nineteenth. Uh, we've got Cactus League baseball starting on February twenty third with the Diamondbacks. Uh, facing their 
arch nemesis, the Colorado Rockies. That's right. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it's it's crazy, Derek. We're 28 days yeah. away. I will no longer have a life in 28 days. Yes, my so. wife does bid me farewell at the beginning yeah, of the baseball season. Luckily, we do have that cruise uh, planned. Uh, so perfectly planned, yeah, by the like, way, for the very first weekend of the Cactus League, which starts on February 23rd. Diamondbacks have their first game on Saturday, February 24th. So that's right around the corner, and that's very exciting because – it's one of the great reasons to live here. It really is the reason why this is baseball nirvana. We get to see these guys work out uh, and, and be out there earlier than anybody else. Yeah. And you, you as fans can come out and support them and see them out there. I think the workouts sometimes are are just they're just so much fun to be at as a fan, even though there's not a lot going on just to kind of be there like they they allow such great fan access at Salt River Fields during these workouts that you really yeah. are like right there next to them while they're doing a lot of their drills. Uh, it's I feel like it's particularly important to bring out kids that are interested in playing baseball because you get to see that those guys are doing the exact same fundamentals and drills even though they're major league ball players that you as an eight year old are doing, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It's not a lot of the stuff is, is pretty, pretty dang simple. Yeah. Um, yeah. The access, as you said, is fantastic. Uh, Diamondbacks have already announced <laughs> that these workouts will be open to fans as usual, starting on the 14th. Correct. So the very, the very first day when pitchers and catchers report, uh, these workouts start at 9 a.m. generally, uh, I believe the access is open for fans from 9 a.m. to 12:30 pretty much every day at Salt River Fields throughout uh, throughout February and and into March. So, yeah, if you've never done this, you absolutely should. It was a highlight of my childhood. I have many fond memories of of uh, you know 14 year old me prowling around Salt River Fields and uh, <laughs> jumping from from field to field. It's it's super fun, and the weather obviously is great as as the rest of the universe talks about being stuck in in like frozen tundra scenarios yeah, yeah. uh it's 70 degrees in phoenix arizona and it's a, it's a delightful beautiful thing it's still cold though uh bring a jacket because yeah <laughs> I'd, I'd buy an adult jacket i didn't want nick picoro looking at me strange uh, any longer with my uh, wrestling hoodies or my cartoons on the back of my jacket. So I had to buy a plain black jacket so I can look like the other reporters when I'm out there. But uh, it's, it is a lot of fun. And I think the main thing is players tend to have more time for you as a fan than hardly any other time during the year. Like spring training is also a very good time to go out, bring the kids and have them you know, yeah. meet, the, meet the players. But I mean, the guys are just so excited to be out there themselves. They're so excited to see you as the fans out there supporting them. Uh, so it's a great time. And like Jesse said, the fan access is unprecedented. You can just get so close. It's amazing. It's it's yeah. I mean, you're, you're just right there. Like, I mean, you, you can't get on the field. You do have to stay yeah, you behind do have the, to stay. Yeah, behind you can't the be little backstop thing in the drills, but you're close enough that you'll feel like you can participate in the drills. Yeah, pretty much on the flip side of things. The Diamondbacks have once again announced that their typical Fan Fest event uh, has been canceled as we know it. Uh, they are not doing the Fan Fest that is open to everybody. Instead, they are doing the most valuable party. And this is kind of the opposite of what we just talked about with the access to Salt River Fields and the access during spring training. The Diamondbacks are opting, instead of going with their normal Fan Fest that allows everybody to come for their advantage members only party known as the most valuable party. I hate this so much. <laughs> I hate this. And I know so many fans do. Uh, Jack Summers revealed this in an article yesterday, our pal from Sports Illustrated. But I just cannot say enough about what a mistake I think this is. Now, I would be a hypocrite 
if I were to sit here and say, <laughs> we are completely against giving members of your thing special treatment, right? You are a diehard for a reason if you are a diehard. And part of that reason is that we provide you with exclusive content. Me and this guy have a whole slate of stuff in 2024 that we're hoping to bring exclusively for diehards because you guys pay for a membership. And just like the Advantage members that pay for season tickets, they want to provide an exclusive experience. I understand that and I yeah. get it. But I do think that after coming off of a World Series year, that this is just a huge mistake as far as building the Arizona Diamondbacks fan base. People want to come out. I completely understood last year. Completely. Last year would have been kind of a disaster considering uh, the Super Bowl was in town. We had a lot of visitors the same week that they were holding Fan Fest. And again, I get that uh, part of the part of, I guess, the pain point for people that attend Fan Fest is the crowd size. Everybody comes out. Everybody wants to go to Chase Field on a day where you can just kind of walk around, check stuff out, see the clubhouse, walk on the field, get a hot dog, you know, go to the concession stands. It's something everybody wants to do. So it's understandably packed, which does impact the the experience a bit. I think even last year during their most valuable party, the line to meet some of the players was like an hour plus uh, based on the yeah, sign those, that I those saw. Lines can get those lines were pretty yeah. long, right? So even with restricting how many people could come, it was still pretty crowded, right? Uh, I just, I don't, I just hate it because I really do think the Diamondbacks are a franchise right now who have a great opportunity to expand how many people like this team and are interested in this team. And I think allowing everybody to come would have just been the move. I think it, I really do. And again, I understand wanting to provide an exclusive benefit for your members. But I also think that as a franchise that doesn't have the popularity and the fan base that some of the other franchises in baseball have, you got to take these opportunities as a chance to grow that thing. Right. There's a difference sometimes between like when it comes to advertising and, and big companies, brand awareness versus brand dominance. The Diamondbacks are not in a brand dominance phase as far as they're, they're, they're an organization. They are in a brand awareness phase where they want as many people to know about the Diamondbacks and be interested in them as possible. The best way to do that is to make this fan fest open to everybody. Uh, but like I said, uh, I, I would be hypocritical once again if, if I if I sat here and said everything should be available to everyone because <laughs> we, we need to make money sometimes, too. And that's why we offer a membership. And, and the Diamondbacks really are trying to make this an enticing offer to have people come out and get a, a season ticket package. To be fair, some of their season ticket packages are totally reasonable and inexpensive. You don't have to buy a half a season or, or an entire season. You can literally go buy a handful of games throughout the season and still be considered a season ticket holder and get access to this party. So, I mean, there are options out there if people are interested in, in pursuing that. And I yeah. think that's ultimately what the Diamondbacks are trying to do here. They're trying to get people interested in, in coming out, seeing this team, and, and becoming those season ticket holders. Um, somebody, I think it was uh, Goldschmidt happens on Twitter, said like season ticket holders aren't the people, though, that filled that stadium up uh, during the playoffs. And while that might be true, they yeah. were there. They are also a big part of it, too. So you can't say season ticket holders aren't that. But like, again, yeah, that's that's what you want. You want all of those people that came out for the for the playoffs to come and experience this fan fest and to just kind of kind of kind of get them a little bit more in love with your team. I. I understand it from a business perspective. I just hate it. Yeah, I think it's the wrong move. Uh, the Diamondbacks uh, just played in the World Series, I'm told. 
and I think I was. I think I was. The whole month is a blur. I'm still not totally <laughs> sure. But yeah, I I think that this is a missed opportunity to really, as you said, the Diamondbacks are, are in position here to really grow this brand, yeah. uh, especially at a time coming off the run that they just had. Uh, there's a lot more interest in this team heading into 2024 than there's been in recent years. And yeah, I mean, if you do fan fests, like that place is going to be packed out. There's, it's going to be yeah. an incredible spectacle, something yeah. that it probably unlike a fan fest that the Diamondbacks have had for, for a very, very long time. Um, but yeah, it does feel like this comes down to the business side of things as you, as you touched on, uh, we've heard from a number of people who, you know, this $299, essentially season ticket package that the Diamondbacks are offering, which we've talked about on the show. It's it's an incredible deal that they have. Um, but you'd like there to be some differences between the people who are paying $299 to get into every game versus the people who are actually paying the official season ticket you know, advantage membership price, which is, which is significantly higher, uh, (laughs) even though you're, I mean, the ticket packages, you know, where you're sitting is not necessarily all that different from what I know. So uh, I know Groundhog Mama uh, mentioned, mentioned that in the chat. We've heard that from, from a number of people. So I think the D-backs from a business standpoint, they feel pressure to make sure that they're taking care of their season ticket holders and and giving them exclusive access. Um, To me, the, the solution is to do what is to do both to have fan fest, but to also find ways, you know, maybe out, maybe within fan fest, you give season ticket holders special perks that other people don't get. Um, you know, maybe they're two separate events. I don't know exactly what it looks like, but to me, there had to be a way to capitalize yeah. on the world series run yeah. and have the big party, do the big thing that involves as many yeah. people as want to show up while also managing to, to take care of your season ticket holders and give them something exclusive. Uh, Braden says, I'm a season ticket holder with a 28-game plan. Some years ago, some longtime season ticket holder that wasn't me said D-backs wasn't exclusive enough. Since that a lot of areas since then a lot of areas have been closed off. Yeah. Yeah. And I get I get it. I mean, I know that they also do a lot for uh D-backs uh season ticket holders, for instance. Like they have a thing around the holidays where you can come out and play catch on the field and stuff like that. Like, but again, there's like like you said, I, I really do think that that is the best way to advance it, move forward, right? Like, or another way could be, you know, like Eventbrite events that you go to that don't charge, they're free, but you still have to get a ticket so that they know how many people are coming. Sure. Maybe do something like that where you release free tickets, but you cap it at a certain amount so that way you know how many people are coming. I'm not sure if people would be more of a fan of that than the season ticket holder thing. But I feel like it would at least give people because maybe a season ticket holder really isn't interested in going to fan fest. Maybe that's not why they sign up or whatever. Right. So I, I don't know what the right answer there is, but I just feel like this isn't the right answer. I really, I really don't feel yeah. like I feel like excluding people on a year where you had such a good chance to kind of build on the success that the team had last year, the exposure the team had. So many people know these young guys now. They know they're, they're excited to root for them. I mean, I went on my whole rant about jerseys because of the amount of people that have money in hand that want to go buy these players' jerseys. But this is kind of similar. Like, people want to come out. They want to come to the stadium. They want to go sit there in the stands and watch uh, the players, you know, answer Q&As on the podium. And, you know, again, like I said, get a chance to check out the clubhouse and maybe have their kids do the bouncy house or play baseball on the field. There's just... There's a lot of things there that I feel like are an advantage Um, and you're still making money, right? You're still selling things in the ballpark and selling uh, food and and stuff. So uh, the advantage members party, I think sometimes has like some free food and and things for the advantage members. So it's not like they're not trying. They're trying to give you something that's worth, 
you paying the amount of money that you do yeah. for a season ticket. And I, I get it. You yeah. Know? And I mean, it. from what we've heard about this event, it sounds like it's, it, I don't know exactly what it's worth, but it's worth something for sure. Yeah. I mean, if I were a fan, I would, I would probably pay some money for the opportunity to go to this thing that, you know, very few other people get to go to. But again, it, it's, it's to me, it's a, you have to find a way to do both. You have to find a way to, you know, have the big event, uh, you know, like Cubs con. I know that's yep. something that, that just happened for, for the Cubs that they do every year. That's a, a huge deal. You really want to find ways to, to build this brand, especially at a time like this, when you're coming off a world series run, there's a lot more eyes on this product right now. Um, I, I would like to believe there's a way to do that while also taking care of your season ticket holders yeah. and giving them something even cooler. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure if you did do the big event, let's face it, the lines are going to be very long for whatever attractions there are. Like there are downsides to doing those huge events. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of a lot of people disappointed that that's not that's not going to happen again this year. I you know, and it's also one thing that like, I don't know, uh, I'm split on this because I understand from a ticket season ticket holder uh, perspective that that's like one of the things that you want to do without having the huge crowd there. And I'm sure that's something that they've vocal uh, they, they've they've vocalized. Right. I'm sure that the Diamondbacks have asked season ticket holders what they want. And I'm sure this was a, a big thing for them. So, yeah. Uh, but like Gabriel said, won't someone please think of the ticket holders? Uh, season, ticket holders. <laughs> season ticket holders, like, yeah, they're you're probably going to convert, you know, with, with doing something like this, a small percentage of people that were maybe on the fence about getting season tickets to doing it. But I just I don't know if the of, of, the, of this party is is the thing that's going to push me to, you know, get the season tickets, right? Like there's definitely other things that are more appealing to me personally, but that's just me personally, right? To each their own. So, uh, but we will have more information on this. Of course, uh, as we get a little closer, uh, Diamondbacks have not made that announcement official, but that was coming, like I said, from Jack Summers, who spoke to uh, uh, somebody at the Diamondbacks in regards to that. So uh, Elise said a reasonable ticket price for entry would give non-season ticket holders an opportunity for entry and also keep the crowds down. And then what, like a free free season ticket? Season ticket holders get in for free. I don't think that's a terrible, terrible. Well, thing. I think I think I don't think the D backs would do that because the, the whole point is the exclusiveness, right? Yeah. It's not that they're getting in for free. It's that you know, versus having to pay forty bucks or whatever it would be. It's that it's that it's something they get to do that no one else does. Yeah. That's that's what they need. They need stuff like that. And we people are so weird about that. They just want that. That's why <laughs> that's why we have people hunting giraffes jesse like stop trying to do something that nobody else does okay can we just not like be that special can we just all be a part of a community if, if those people are paying that amount of money though i i understand yeah, i would also I want to get to get some special perks so it's not a super i mean it, it's not so simple as saying that you know they obviously should have done it with everyone and it should be free for all sure and they should nix the season ticket holder only thing it's not that simple because yes you do need to find ways uh to give those people special yeah. advantages but yeah. they're, called, I would, yeah. they're called advantage members for a reason jesse right right they need their advantage <laughs> they deserve to have an advantage well i have an advantage over everybody what's, what's your what's my your advantage, advantage is that i have a some burrows right by me right now that is and an uh it's yeah. uh, sorry if you don't live in the i-17 joe max area but i do and i get mine right <laughs> by me of course uh, you can come out and check out some burrows newest locations they have one in goodyear brand new location in peoria and of course my favorite location i-17 and joe max you can also visit some to find one near you but some burrows is a family owned and operated uh 
Mexican food restaurant was voted Arizona's most loved Mexican restaurant. So make sure to check them out. Uh, I've been asked because people aren't familiar. It's it's kind of a quick service restaurant. You can sit down, you can enjoy a meal there. They do also have a drive-through. So uh, I hope that answers so many people because when I tell people I went through the Sombrero drive-through, that's that that's literally the first response I get. They're like, they have a drive-through? It's like, yeah. yes, it's yes, it's a quick service restaurant that makes incredible Mexican food. You can let Sombrero's cater your next big meal, uh, next meal, big or small, doesn't matter. Order online or find one near you by visiting sombrero's.com. Uh, and of course, check out their amazing breakfast. Like I said, horchata in the coffee. Uh, say less, son. That's all I needed. Uh, also, speaking of attending events like the Fan Fest, you can make sure to not miss out on any events you want to attend in 2024, whether it's concerts, sporting events, shows, anything, uh, by going to Game Time and getting your tickets last minute uh, for cheap. Game Time is the place for last minute ticket deals. It's also the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. All you got to do is download their app, which is very aesthetically pleasing. Uh, you create an account and use code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Uh, thank you guys again for being here in the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. If you have not subscribed to the channel yet, make sure to do so now. That way you don't miss out on any of our wonderful shows going live. Uh, make sure to leave us a like. We always appreciate you dropping those likes if you're here in the chat live. If you're listening on the audio podcasting side, we love you listeners as well. Make sure you subscribe there. Make sure you leave us a review. We always appreciate those five-star reviews. They help us out immensely. Jesse, someone in the chat asked the question because, of course, last night we got to enjoy the Suns' incredible comeback victory here live on Arizona's Family, uh, Channel 3 TV. Everybody that here lives here in Arizona can enjoy it very easily because of the access that we have to those Suns games. And Caitlin, uh, earlier in the chat, asked if the Diamondbacks might have something similar to the Suns. Caitlin said, would D-backs consider following the Suns and Coyotes and putting the games on regular TV? We do know in speaking to Ken Kendrick that he has talked about pursuing all options, including putting them on regular TV, which yeah. he did say is very much on the table. But we do have some news in regards to Diamond Sports Group, which we don't ever want to talk about ever. <laughs> like we never want to do a show where Diamond Sports Group is somehow our headline. But here we are again, still talking about Diamond Sports Group. Jesse, I hate I'm, it. I'm really, I'm really tired. I'm, of my it. brain hurts. <laughs> I'm tired of this. All this information is so it's it's dense and, yeah. it's, and it's legally you know mystifying to someone, anyone who doesn't have a law degree. It's hard to to make heads or tails of what's going on in this situation, yeah. uh, and it feels like it's been going on for an eternity. It has, and it and has. part because of it affected <laughs> us, right? We were we like the Padres and then the Diamondbacks. It's like it's yeah. slowly creeping its way through every RSN, every team that has a connection with Bally Sports, aka Diamond Sports Group. And now we are in a point. We know that Diamond Sports Group has kind of been in a little bit of a free fall. They've been trying to do things to kind of save the remaining regional sports network rights that they have, but it seems like that was unlikely. And now we have a new contender entering the ring, which we have discussed before just a little bit, but it would appear, according to The Athletic, that Amazon is reportedly investing $115 million into the Diamond Sports Group bankruptcy process or into the group itself. 
I mean, I don't know what's going <laughs> on knows? here. Money is needed, and <laughs> Amazon is the one putting it up. So uh, basically, Diamond Sports Group still has the digital rights for five teams. They also have the regional sports network rights for a number of other teams, including not just baseball teams. But when it comes to the digital rights, they have the digital rights, the streaming rights for the Tigers, the Royals, the Marlins, the Brewers, and the Tampa Bay Rays. Yes. So, yeah, basically what's happening here is Amazon is stepping in and Amazon, obviously, with with Amazon Prime, it's a it's a streaming service. A lot of people right. have it. I, I think I do. Um, and and Amazon has been in the space uh, a little bit already. They yeah, do Thursday, Thursday night, night football. football. Yeah. Uh, they've gotten I think they just did some like NASCAR stuff that they've they've recently acquired. So they're starting to get more into the space and they are they are investing in in Diamond Sports Group and. Uh, it, it appears that they are going to be carrying on the digital side uh, broadcast for several teams in 2024. Um, so you you just mentioned the Tigers, Royals, Marlins, Brewers, and Rays. Those are the teams that Diamond Sports Group actually has the digital streaming rights for. Right. They don't have this digital streaming rights for uh, all of the other teams that they carry. They never had those rights for the Diamondbacks. Um, so... Yeah, it's it is a uh, it, it is a, a complicated uh, a complicated ordeal. Um, but yeah, essentially, Amazon is going to step in, and Amazon is going to be their streaming partner for those five teams, streaming not the partner. Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah. So the Diamondbacks, as as of right now, it feels like things could change. Diamondbacks games will not be on Amazon Prime right. in, in twenty twenty four. Uh, but these five teams, it appears that the, that those teams' games will be available on Amazon Prime for those who who choose to get them in that way. It's interesting you say that though, because Amazon is still a potential suitor for where the Arizona Diamondbacks could end up. I don't know how far into this situation Amazon is going to go. This doesn't feel like the end all be all of how of their involvement in this. This feels like just the tip of the iceberg. Amazon wants yeah. to get into streaming sports. They want to have live sports on Amazon Prime. And they've they've vocal they've they've talked about it. They have those sports. They've done it. This would be like the first step into acquiring some form of regional sports network rights. And I don't know how how what the extent of that would be. But this could be the beginning of Amazon trying to get into baseball, trying to get into streaming some of this and i don't know it, it seems like major league baseball very much wants the opposite it feels like major league baseball wants to acquire all of those rsn rights back themselves and have them under baseball's umbrella uh right now i don't even know how what what the diamondback situation is in regards to that i do know the diamondbacks are broadcasting their games due to a commitment that they said they would make but it still feels like the diamondbacks have a decision here to make for 2024 where their games are going to be broadcast and we still don't know where that's going to be amazon very much could be a potential landing spot i just don't feel like it's it's likely because this is all still very new i don't know if the if amazon is going to be fully into trying to trying to broadcast teams like the diamondbacks that that's not a part of this whole situation this quickly they might just try to help carry these games by investing in diamond sports group and now allowing them to bring some some baseball over to amazon prime and have it be on there regularly I don't hate the idea of Amazon Prime being where Diamondbacks games are simply because I'm always going to have Amazon Prime. Yeah. I'm never not going to have Amazon Prime. <laughs> I'm not going back to paying for shipping. I'm not going back to making $39 <laughs> purchases to get free shipping. I will forever have Amazon Prime because I like to just randomly on a Tuesday 
order my pre-workout supplement for $12. Now, I could easily go to Walmart and pick it up. It's five minutes away. Am I going to? No. Do you know why? Because Amazon Prime no will ads. deliver no it to no me. No and I am just saying that that is a factor of a major go. He says no free ads. Here I am trying to get a, a, a I knew, partnership I knew, deal I knew with you're Amazon Prime. I knew you were going to get in trouble. I knew. Yeah, I knew. I knew it. <laughs> Max puts his office very close to our studio for this exact purpose. But, um, yeah, I'm just saying, never going to not have Amazon Prime. So that's that i'll always have whatever they have to offer yeah yeah it it, it'll be interesting um i don't think i've ever watched thursday night football on amazon prime maybe maybe there's (laughs) ever made a matchup worth watching on thursday night that's fair that's fair Uh, i'm not an enormous football fan but it's never seemed like like must see television necessarily but uh yeah it does appear that there's also a path here for diamond sports group to exist beyond 2024 which previously had not really been the case. That's also uh, the case. they were negotiating deals with uh, with hockey and uh, with the NBA as well to basically close out their deals mm-hmm. following the 2023-2024 season. Uh, Diamond was in the process of negotiating a deal like that with Major League Baseball, but this gives Diamond an opportunity to potentially exist uh, moving forward. It doesn't sound like they're planning. To, to dissolve things entirely at this point. Now, granted, there's still a lot of other things that have to happen here. Um, these yeah. things have to be improve, uh, approved in bankruptcy court, is my understanding. Uh, so this is still a very fluid situation. And anything you read about this, there's it seems like there's more questions than answers at this point. Um, but yeah, for the Arizona Diamondbacks, we still don't have a ton of answers for what TV is going to look like in 2024. We'll certainly keep you updated as we find out more. Uh, but as of right now, the Diamondbacks are not one of the teams that you would you Correct. would be able to find on Amazon Prime. Correct. Um, but the Diamondbacks still are very much um, looking for that. And uh, Elise, of course, known baseball GM, says, this is why some of the teams affected by the Diamond RSN issue haven't spent much money in free agency. If this gets approved, I wonder if that will heat up the stove. And she's absolutely right. Financial yeah. uncertainty for some of these teams is keeping them from spending. And honestly, it's one of the reasons why I'm thankful the Diamondback situation is kind of behind them. It's it's the pending, it's the looming nature of the situation and the unknown that causes more issues. The Diamondbacks at least know now that that they're not connected with Diamond Sports Group anymore, and they know, at least for the time being, how they can move forward. I'm sure that's the reason why we saw them make some of their moves earlier than the rest of these teams that are kind of holding off, right? But the Diamondbacks' financial future is still very uncertain as far as their television deal is concerned. They're just... I think it's they're like a free agent, right? They're out there <laughs> and they're able to like talk to talk to negotiate with with channels and and providers whereas these other teams are still stuck in this situation with Diamond Sports Group and they can't they're not free to go out there and do those things right now. They yeah. don't know when they will be, right? So Yeah, um, there was a there was an executive from an unnamed team. I think this was in the Athletics article. Uh, that was asked, you know, how do you think this Amazon thing would affect you guys? And and they had no idea. So yeah. <laughs> there, there's a lot of questions right now in front offices. And absolutely, I think it is true that a lot of teams have, have had their spending uh, not cut, but there's just a lot of uncertainty about what they can spend this offseason. And I, I don't think that's the only reason that we still have a bunch of, you know, big name free agents available 28 days before pitchers and catchers report. But I think it's it's absolutely a factor in the situation. Um, well, we do have some brief news on some old friends, uh, including yeah. <laughs> this is significant baseball news. But uh, old friends Cooper Hummel and Josh Van Meter have found 
new homes in baseball. Uh, they did that much earlier than some of these uh, teams that are still figuring out what their digital rights situation is as, uh, is going on. But uh, the Giants acquired catcher outfielder Cooper, Cooper Hummel from the Mets. Uh, uh, Hummel had recently been designated for assignment uh, by New York. And then the Yankees have signed Josh Van Meter. Uh, known ruiner of our say, the, the, bad season, yeah, yeah. right? He ruined that last game and made sure that uh, we did not come in last. Uh, he signed a minor league deal with the Yankees. Yeah, you're talking about the 2020, he was the difference between Drew season. Jones and Jackson Holiday. Yeah, but I'm still not convinced the Diamondbacks wouldn't no. have selected Drew Jones, Drew Jones was the, the number he, one. Yeah, he anybody you asked, no he was what. the unanimous number one pick. Yeah, yeah, pretty pretty much. Um, yeah. It, these are about the biggest names being signed right now in in, uh, in MLB free agency. So, like Elise said, um, this is the reason why our big story is Cooper Hummel and Josh Van Meter right now because <laughs> these teams affected by the. RSN I think Yariel Rodriguez is reportedly signed with the Blue Jays. So I guess that's not All entirely right, that's true, but uh, yeah, I thought it'd be interesting to kind of check up on these guys. Cooper Hummel, of course, part of the Kyle Lewis trade that the Diamondbacks made with the Mariners last November. Uh, Hummel spent the 2023 season in the Mariners organization, only had about 25 plate appearances. I think he was like two for 23 or something like that. Mm -hmm. Didn't get much opportunity with the Mariners and the majors. Uh, put up some decent numbers in AAA, as he has done in the past. Uh, you, you can pretty much count on Cooper Hummel for an on-base percentage. It starts with a four uh, in, in the PCL. He's, he's uh, certainly shown the ability to get on base at that level. But it hasn't really translated for him into the majors, and and uh, he hasn't really gotten much opportunity to to try to prove himself, frankly. So you know maybe he winds up getting that with the San Francisco Giants uh, as they acquire him uh, for uh, just for cash uh, from the New York Mets, and then yeah, Josh Van Meter lands with the uh, with the New York Yankees uh, since leaving the Diamondbacks. He is not. Uh, uh, not not done a whole lot. He played 67 games with the Pirates in 2022, uh, had a 558 OPS there. And then in 2023, missed some time with injuries, uh, played about 50 games in the minors. Uh, but now he, he kind of starts a, a new chapter with New York. So neither of these guys have, have really found success after after leaving the Diamondbacks. Well, uh, we talked earlier about being a diehard. And if you haven't signed up yet, we uh, have an exclusive party to invite you to, by the way. Uh, <laughs> it's the PHNX Most Valuable Party. Uh, no, we're not doing that. But we do want you to be a diehard, of course. So make sure to sign up today. You'll get access to Jesse's exclusive articles for diehards only. You also get access to some of that amazing content that we've talked about. Uh, there's going to be city council meetings with the mayor. Uh, over on the Discord, as well as a brand new game show that Jesse's yes. excited about. He's we so did. excited. We touched on this uh, yesterday. Squeeze play. A little bit. Make yeah, sure. Yeah. See, these are all exclusive benefits to our members that we are providing. So join us today. If you aren't already a diehard, you will get a free T-shirt from thphnxlocker.com. You also get access to our members-only uh, Discord lounge, which is the best place to be an Arizona sports fan. And so much more. Discounts with our partners. Discounts on future purchases from phnxlocker.com. So make sure to join us today. Also, make sure to check out BetMGM if you haven't done so already. They do make sports more fun. And when I say that, I will say that they, we had a delightful conversation in the office yesterday when Damon Dog, who is not here, not present, we're very worried about him, very worried he's drinking water right now, uh, was talking to Jesse and myself about his picks for last night's Suns game. 
Uh, and this, this this misguided soul uh, was saying how he was going to take the money line on the Kings in the fourth, in the fourth quarter. quarter. He was still taking the Suns to <laughs> he win. He took it on bets. But he was taking the money line in the fourth quarter on the Kings because, as you may know as a Suns fan, they've been historically bad in the fourth quarter this year. Uh, and, of course, they went on to do what they did last night, which is just hilariously ironic based on how, uh, how much we talked about the fourth quarter Suns, the fourth quarter Miami Heat, whether or not he should make that bet. We tried to tell him no. He went with it anyway. But the Suns did what they did in the fourth quarter, so maybe Damon needs to now make that bet on every single Suns game uh, to get us to the promised land. I feel like that makes a lot of sense. Of course, you can use the BetMGM Sportsbook app however you wish to. Just sign up for BetMGM now and use our bonus code of PHNX. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the BetMGM Sportsbook mobile application for at least $5 using our code of PHNX. Once you do, you will receive $150 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details and now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Oh, wait, no, call Stan! Gambler, available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369-NEW York. Call one 800 Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA. 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help Michigan. one 800 Puerto Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico is that what we're supposed to say? Yeah, now? that's what we're doing now. Yeah, let's go, Puerto Rico. Oh, all right. Uh, also, Damon talking a wee bit. That fast was too there. fast, Damon. <laughs> I've never heard Damon talk that fast in real life ever. Uh, but maybe if I did hear him, I would think I was high, and that wouldn't be a bad thing because with our friends at OG's Brands, you can actually be high when you're listening to Damon talk about that disclaimer. OG's has actually launched two new products with live resin and RSO, which I love. Rick Simpson oil you gotta try it you gotta you gotta you gotta at least take a chance on it uh, you got the ogs naturals and the big ogs ogs naturals are vegan gummies made with live rosin uh, and they are available in a sweet clementine flavor but you also have the uh, mega version of pegs raspberry orange rso which is just delightful to me uh, one of the company's most popular products they now have it in a hundred milligram one piece that they say again is perforated so you can cut into smaller pieces or you can eat the whole thing like me, uh, but you got to be experienced. Make sure make sure you crawl before you walk when it comes to these edibles. So to learn more about OG's gummies and where you can find them, head on over to ogsbrands.com. Um, yes, everybody is upset about Ontario. Uh, I mean, you're from Puerto Rico. Guy, I know. That's why. So. This is a new thing. Yeah. And Ontario's dead Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Yeah. The Ontario road trip is dead. We're done with that. Now, Puerto <laughs> Rico. Do you, change, do, you, do, do you have to keep the same melody or are you going to change it? No, it's got to stay the same melody. Okay. I don't know. Do we? Are we going to go with Puerto Rico? And then I could have Jesse go, oh, that would be good. <laughs> that would be good. Uh, anyway. Before we move on, or I guess go away, uh, there's another team that's trying to go away. And we have more stupid financial stuff to talk about uh, because the Oakland A's move to Las Vegas is not finalized as planned um, due to a Nevada teachers union. Uh, And if they have their say about public funding, the Las Vegas uh, A's will never happen. What's interesting about this, so there is a uh, teachers union in Nevada, which is understandably upset about the fact that the Oakland A's want to receive public funding in order to build their new stadium. The bill is SB1, and it commits up to $380 million in public funding towards a $1.5 billion stadium to be located at the current site of the Tropicana, right? So 
The state of Nevada provides $180 million in transferable tax credits. Clark County puts up $120 million in bonds. All this stuff is boring. And what, a are we a legal fest. podcast? It's now? just a bunch of money being <laughs> given to them, right? Uh, but, of course, like I said, you have um, you have a teacher's union that's upset about it. And the teacher's union, understandably so, uh, it's called Schools Over Stadiums Political Action Committee, is trying to prevent this from being funded publicly because public funds should go to things like education, which they're not wrong about, right? Schools over stadiums, School, man. That's schools a, over stadiums. It's hard to argue with that. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure. Uh, Hunt, <laughs> Josh Hunt says, teachers calling them the Oakland Fs. That's fantastic. Well, uh, well but what's, what my favorite part about this is that, you know, the Oakland A's are going to inevitably win here. Uh, it's just kind of holding the situation up. Uh, Rob Manfred did say that a refer referendum like this could potentially prevent the Oakland A's from moving uh, to Las Vegas. Now, I love this because a referendum sounds like a thing that none of us really know what it is, but ultimately it costs a lot of money. And we're talking about money on this podcast quite a bit today. Uh, and in order for this teachers union to be funded properly, they've had to have donors donate money to them in order for them to put up this legal fight against the Oakland A's. And in an article uh, from the Associated Press, it was revealed that most of the donors donating the large amounts of money are from Northern California. And you just got to love the pettiness there. You also got to love the love of your sports team where you are putting up money uh, as someone who can afford to put up money in any way possible to try to prevent the Oakland A's from moving out of Oakland. Uh, it's already weird enough. It, it would appear that they might play the 2025 season in Sacramento as a placeholder for them to move to. This whole situation is just getting awful. It, it really is because they don't they want to be out of Oakland so bad with all of the you know, fan protests and, and all the negativity surrounding the move. Um, but again, it's uh, it's it's probably uh, it, it's it's probably a fleeting battle. It's probably something the Oakland A's in the end are still going to, you know, come out on top and win and they'll find some way to fund their stadium. They do want like the tax credits they talk about aren't things that are going to like be taxed to like people. It's the taxes like the Coyotes were trying to do with their with their entertainment district. It's the taxes from the entertainment district that would essentially go to paying for the facility uh, instead of public you know, taxes going to it. But people still hate that. They don't want to allow them to have any kind of tax credit, any kind of break. Uh, sure. You also have the fact that that's very lucrative considering that it's Las Vegas, right? An entertainment district in Las Vegas is going to get way more money than an entertainment district in Tempe or North, you know, like off of the 101 up there, right? So uh, that's that's kind of where we're at right now with this situation. Uh, it, it just seems like a lot of people are very angry about this move. And I, I, I don't know what the right answer here is at the end of the day. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show 
by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've always said that no one cares about the schools of Las Vegas more than Northern California. <laughs> you know, they've always they've always been there from 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 the very beginning, Derek. It's, it's all they've ever cared about. Jesse, it's all the, the education, ed, the education in Nevada. These students in Las Vegas and in so Henderson, they, they need their proper education. <laughs> uh, yeah, the connections here are are. I mean, obviously, we we all know what's happening. These people are very motivated to keep the. A's in Northern California, and understandably so. It's not just Northern Californians who want the A's to stay there. I think it is the baseball community at large uh, who sees that as the best long-term home for that baseball team. Uh, it, it certainly appears that that ship has sailed at this point. And as you said, I, I don't really expect this to be a uh, a meaningful hurdle when all is said and done. Um, but yeah, apparently it costs between $700,000 and $1.5 million to collect and submit signatures in order to organize a, a Nevada referendum. I think it's also um, it's legal fees and paying for a lawyer like well, I was telling you earlier, you have to get yeah. a good attorney, right? You're not going to go up against a, a sports franchise and and win with just any. Attorney. I mean, I, I, the idea of a referendum is just like you're you're just putting it on the ballot and letting people sure. letting people vote on but there's, it. But there's so. there's a lot of costs to that, including yes. having those legal expertise involved in it. Because again, you can put it on the ballot, but if you're not doing it in a way where you could potentially win, yeah, you're, that's you're, fair. You're just wasting money, right? right. Yeah, so if any if anyone has, you know, 500 grand sitting around or something and they want to contribute to a worthy yeah. cause, who knows? Maybe yeah. maybe this could go somewhere. It's a great way uh, to could, spend it, your money. get some support and uh maybe the A's wind up back in in Northern California, but I I don't think that's going to happen. I just uh, again, Elise said uh is how do how did the hockey and football arenas get built? How did the A's not have private funding for it? I think this most is only it, a this is only a piece of it. Piece I mean, of this it. is three hundred and eighty million dollars. Yeah, is of the one point five billion. So yeah, yeah the other one point two billion with a B is going to be privately funded and is as yet not spoken for. Right. Uh, I don't think I don't think uh, uh, Fisher has has actually made it clear where that money is coming from at this point. What's What's uh, interesting though, again, is that they're trying to do this based on like the taxes, and I I, I think it's a hard battle. When you are saying like that, the taxes from the thing being built is going to the thing being built. It's it's a it's it's a hard argument for me to say that's a bad way to go about funding a portion of it. Right. It's just a portion of it. And again, it's the sales for the facility that does not exist at all right now going towards paying the facility for the facility once it's built. I, I thought this was very savvy with, when it came to the Coyotes and the way that they were doing things, but apparently the folks in Tempe did not agree with me or yeah. the entire Coyotes, Coyotes crew still, or still makes fan. me still makes me sad. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's sad that the Coyotes are still looking for a home. And again, hopefully that doesn't become a situation like what we're seeing here with the Oakland A's because that would be absolutely heartbreaking. Um, before we go, we did want to give a shout out 
to uh, Jesse's hero and my friend. Uh, is that how it works? I don't know. We're 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 in the government together, me and the governor and the mayor. But uh, Greg Schulte was honored by the National Sports Media Association. Uh, they have uh, honored some highly deserving honorees here in the Valley. Some names that are no will no longer be part of the sports community that we will miss very much. Uh, Kent Summers was their Arizona Sports Writer of the Year, and Greg Schulte has been named the Sports Caster of the Year here in Arizona. Hard. It's a hard battle to win when Al McCoy is around, right? I, I imagine Al McCoy has a number of these uh, awards himself, but <laughs> this is the first time Schulte has been named the Sports Caster of the Year for Arizona. So, uh, of course, yeah. tremendous honor for the voice of the Arizona Diamondbacks and somebody we will truly Truly miss, but uh, very excited to see Chris Gargiola, uh doing the thing because I think he's great. I can't wait to see him uh, calling games next year, and I think he's going to be. Uh, I mean, as, as hard as it is to replace uh, the governor, it's uh, it's a good replacement. I don't know. What? We have a replacement. His name is Jesse Friedman. That's Damon. Yes. Damon. Correct. Damon had never seen the video, Derek. That's true. of Jesse, young Jesse, <laughs> replicating his. His, his Greg Schulte calls. I mean, like, so I showed Damon the other day, and he yeah. was very ecstatic about yeah. it. Yeah, um, arbitration. Um, how did hearing. my ar- how did my arbitration here? It went go, well. By we the won. Way. You we got won. your money. We got your money. Yeah, okay. okay. We got All your right. money. Okay. Uh, but I will say that it, it it did come into play a little bit. The the Schulte thing. Mm. Um, I did speak about how you are wasting your career here with me that's fair i also said that doing the show with me (laughs) is very much a detriment to you as a person and your (laughs) career so i think you should be paid uh handsomely for that and jacob agreed with me so luckily he was the arbiter so Um, so damon was the one arguing against me yeah what did what did did, did damon have to say he mostly was mad about the way that you run us in circles Uh, salad and go salad and go yeah culture yeah yeah. Oh, uh, I think I did hear the pop culture. Yeah, the part. pop culture yes. references. I think even which is could, com- which is entirely valid. Yeah, yeah, it's a valid reason to not pay you. A I like to view it as an asset, though. Yeah. Personally, I mean, you have more uh, you have more hard drive space up here for baseball knowledge, and I think that's right. the reason why this thing works that we do here together. But uh, it also works because of you guys. So we thank you guys, of course, for being here in our PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter. I am at cap underscore caveman with a K. This absolute maniac next to me is at Jesse and Friedman. Jacob, uh, a.k.a. Fodge. He is at Jacob underscore Franklin four because he's the fourth best Jacob Franklin. Uh, you can follow Damon and maybe check in on him. Let us know how he's doing. He's at Damon Dog. That's he's driving back. I don't know, Derek. Is he driving back? People, people yeah. go to Tucson, man. They don't come back. They don't come back. He's, dri- come he's back, driving you know. back to do Cardinals at 430, the dedication of this man. What a monster. What an absolute stud. I don't know. We don't traffic like miserable yeah. making that drive. And then he's going to come here and then have to do I work. Che- yeah, I checked for him. It's about an hour and 45 it's minutes. It's terrible. Okay. But it's of terrible. course, we are still Damon's dogs. Bark, bark, bark. bark. Uh, you can follow our show at phnx underscore dbacks. But of course, all roads do lead to at phnx underscore. Did I say dbacks sports? There are one's dbacks, one's sports. You get it. phnx underscore dbacks underscore sports for the other one. Of course, uh, thank you again for stopping by. We appreciate your time on this Suns slash financial podcast that we call the <laughs> yeah. PHNX Join us show. tomorrow for more legal commentary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going to break down contracts and stuff tomorrow. <laughs> uh, no, we promise we won't do that. But of course, we hope to see you guys here tomorrow at 1 p.m. In the meantime, you guys keep it classy. We thank you for stopping by. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you don't talk about finance. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com. 
we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. <laughs> 